Hi, I'm Jamie Wincup. Hi, I'm Rick Kelly. Hi, I'm Lee Holdsworth. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. Craig Ravel and Tony Whitlock, and we're joined by the 2019 Super 2 winner, that being Bryce Ford, and now the WAU driver of car number two. Welcome, Bryce. Good to have you on the show. How are you going? Not as well as you. Well done on the championship. Well done on getting the drive. Uh, it's obviously a prime seat, as Chaz has shown. It's uh, the opportunity there to do very well with the car. Um, it's a big jump, though, from from Super 2 to the main game, isn't it? Yeah, look, absolutely. Um, you know, I think, obviously, fortunately enough for me, you know, I had a really good year in 2019, and that sort of opened up my, um, you know, my options, I suppose, for 2020. Um, so, you know, luckily enough, I had a, a few options, um, and I was speaking to a few people, and so, you know, for me, obviously, um, I think WAU is an extremely strong team and whilst their results probably haven't shown in the past, I don't think that's a very good representation of their capability and what they can do. So, yeah, look, really, really excited to, to pull that off and um, really excited to be where I am. Okay. Um, one of the big things you had to get used to, quite apart from obviously a very large team with, with all the uh, support mechanisms there for you, is a new car. Um, obviously, uh, you've been driving successfully the Nissan, and now jump into a, a, a well main game car which has you know, a whole bunch of things new for it new aero for this year so you'd have to get used to a different aero um but the shock package is different um has it been a big adjustment to the new car yeah definitely you know i think um you know even i think a lot of people up and down pit lane use pretty similar brake pads you know and even the brake pads are different here compared to what I've driven on in the past. So there's sort of not really one thing the same as the Nissan. Um, and so, yeah, there's a lot to get used to. And obviously, you know, the way that the teams tune their cars and, and you know, the way their philosophies work and in how they go about getting speed from the cars means that the cars drive very differently. So, yes, um, obviously new damper, uh, new engine specs, new aero specs. Um, so there's, there's a lot that's changed in the category this year. And, I think it's probably a good time to get in, um, with that being said, but certainly a lot to get used to, that's for sure. The engineering team, how big a difference is a Super 2's engineering team to what you get, you know, a well-established big team like Walkinshaw and Dreddy United? Well, the biggest difference is, you know, coming from Super 2, um, you know, Matt White runs an extremely good operation there, but, you know, when a Super 2 team buys a car from a main series team, they don't have the capability to make new uprights and to make new rockers and sway bars and whatnot. So the parts that they buy the cars with is the parts that they have to work with. So a Super 2 team buys a car and the parts it comes with basically is the parts that they use and they have to work around to make it go fast where a supercar team does that as well as being able to adjust different parts and bring new parts into the mix and change their platform. So, you know, I, I suppose Super 2, they've sort of got a known a known widget and they've got all the parts they've got and that's all they've got. Whereas, you know, the, the sort of the sky's the limit sort of thing with a supercar team because of 
you know, obviously all the manufacturing capabilities and, and obviously the design capabilities um, in, in the engineering team. One of the things heading into this year's Superloop 500 was the test day on the Tuesday and then everyone moving the caravan into the Adelaide City. Some teams were able to work the test day and then work some new parts onto the car for the uh, Superloop 500. Were you one of the teams that made any drastic changes with the package you had at the test day to the package you had in the uh, race weekend? Yeah, look, we um, we had a lot of different parts that we were testing through the week uh, through the test day, um, and yeah, we sort of more gathering data for the engineers more than anything. So we had we ran a lot of different parts, but we had a fairly extensive test program. Um, you know, so, so so the test day in car two was not about going fast; it was more about um, just gathering numbers, pretty much, um, and, and and ticking the items off the list. So Moving on into Adelaide, we, you know, there was a there was a pretty big day for the boys changing everything back for Adelaide. Um, so yeah, it's um, sort of pretty tough on the guys actually having the test day the same week as the event. It makes it makes the workload pretty big actually. You've um, worked with Matt for a, a couple of years, is it? You were two years there. Ah, uh, three years. Is Matt, Matt right? Three years, um, yeah. and you know I, I've known I've known Matt for over twenty years, and uh, I knew him back when he was an Oscar racer. Um, he's he's obviously very dedicated and runs a, a very strong commercial team because you don't keep doing what you're doing unless you you've got a strong uh, mechanism to put in place. And he's got a lot of guys that have been with him a long time, but not to the same degree that you're now in, in Walkinshaws, in that there are an enormous number of guys, and equally I've known some of those guys for 25 years, and they would have very strong systems in place. Are you enjoying that sort of aspect of it, you know, being in such a, a systemized race team as Walkinshaw United? Yeah, definitely. But I think also, as well as um, bringing myself and Chaz in, myself and Chaz in, that's a good excuse to give the whole place a bit of a shake-up too because, you know, obviously that the systems they had in place um, and the way they were going about things results-wise wasn't working for them and obviously um, everyone wants to do bigger and better and, and so I think bringing myself and Chaz in was sort of an excuse to bring a new lease of life to the team and, and try to do things differently and be open to new ideas. So, you know, whilst... We've, we've got systems in place and, you know, it, it's a really big organisation and, and it's awesome for me to be involved. They're also extremely proactive in listening and, and wanting to um, to listen to myself and Chaz and, and to Adam uh, Dubois and, and whatnot and to try and move the team forward, which is really positive for me. Speaking of Chaz, in fact, um, when did you first meet him? I mean, it was, uh, you know, early last year, middle of last year or just towards the end? Oh, I've known Chaz for quite a while. I mean, I've been, you know, around the supercar paddock for quite a while now too, albeit being quite so, young. But I've known I've known him for quite a while. Right, because uh, you know, Chaz is uh, he's young enough that he can remember how you felt and how you were um, uh, when you were starting out, and, and be able to give you that support uh, to help you come in. Exactly right, and that's why I was so excited about. You know the whole the whole thing because you know I think um, you know sometimes I suppose 
some of the older drivers, you know, the times have changed quite a lot since when they were my age and, and when they were coming through. So for Chaz, obviously, he's been, I think it's probably eight years or so now, he's probably been driving in the main series. But, you know, as, as much as he's still in his sort of 20s, he's, he's almost seems an old face in the category now. But, you know, he um, he knows everything that I'm going through and he, he's learned how to deal with everything that I'm going to go through and that I'm going to feel. So, yeah, and he's been an, an extremely good help to me already. Speaking of old faces, uh, in fact, uh, Rob Starr is, I think, the longest-standing employee of of Walkinshaw's, as it was back uh, when Tom Walkinshaw was in charge. Um, Rob certainly didn't start uh, out as an engineer, but has been doing it for a long time. Has got a lot of Bathurst wins, a lot of race uh, wins, and of course, quite a few championships. When with uh, teamed up with Mark Scaife and. He would provide a, a very stable platform for you as a, a race engineer, I imagine, for a young driver. Yeah, exactly right. You know, I'm, I'm very lucky to have Rob, and when I found out that I was going to have Rob, I was quite excited because, as you say, exactly right. You know, he's um, you know, he's been around and done it all, and it's sort of it's a different challenge for him, but I think it's probably a challenge that he's enjoying, um, and something that he's looking forward to, which is always really nice. Um, and we get on really good, which is also also really good. So. You know, I think for me, obviously, the racing conditions um, have changed so much around me that, you know, he's, I think he's, um, you know, he's a pretty good stable head to have, you know, by, by my side uh, in the pits trying to help me. Now, last year, Bryce, I, I know you were, you were joking, but I heard quotes of the ilk that you didn't just learn to drive, but you had everything come together last year. Yeah, exactly right. Um, you know, driving... Now, I think I've been capable to do what I did for the last two or three years, to be honest. But, you know, there's a lot of reasons that uh, it didn't happen and some can't be spoken about and a lot of people won't understand. But, you know, there's a lot of a lot of little things that need to fall into place for it all to work right. Um, and, you know, I felt like last year going into the going into the season, I felt like I was in the best place possible and I felt like I had the best people on my cars and in the team, and I just felt like nothing was sort of going to stop me. Well, that's really great to hear, Bryce. You've obviously got a, a big new challenge in uh, heading to Albert Park. You wouldn't have driven there before, would you? No, I haven't. Exactly right. And so that's going to be a, a new challenge for me. Um, obviously, it was nice going to uh, Adelaide, where I'd driven before, but the Grand Prix is going to be a completely new circuit, and it's a very different race format um, that weekend as well. So... Lots of races, which is good because it means I get to drive around different people and sort of learn off them as well. But, um, you know, it could be a little bit of a tough weekend trying to get up to speed, but I'll do my best. Well, Bryce, forward. It's uh, wonderful to talk to you. I look forward to catching up with you in person at Albert Park. I'll be there on the ground. And I might not do the track walk with you, but you enjoy it. And I look forward to watching and seeing the, uh, how you push forward over the weekend. So thanks for your time today on Inside Supercars. No worries. Thanks for having me. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.